This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with Graham Vitkin. We chatted about his piece, Theosophy, for four pianists on two pianos. Graham wrote the piece in 1986 and it first appeared in recorded form on the album Flack, which was released on Factory Classical in 1991. That album has recently been remastered and re-released. In my chat with Graham, we discussed how he composed the piece, the structure of the work, the rhythmic techniques he used, and the work's optimistic quality. Graham Fitkin. I was born in Cornwall uh, in the UK. I now live in Cornwall in the UK and I am a composer but also perform on Moog synths or piano. You've just heard uh, an excerpt from my piece Flack for two pianos, eight hands. It's the title track from the album Flack um, which has just been remastered um, it was first recorded and released on Factory Records in 1990, um, and that was on cassette and CD. Uh, and then uh, it was re-released again a little bit later um, on my own al- my own label, if you like, as I put it out myself, on CD, uh, a CD only. Um, but it's never been available uh, online for streaming um, or digital download. So I thought it would be a good idea to re-release it and also remaster it because I was never entirely happy with the sound of the original. Largely because I could hear um, I could hear the concrete blocks. 
I could hear the reverb coming off the concrete uh, on some of the high notes. I felt I could anyway. So psychologically, I, I just needed it. To, to, if, we could, if we could lose some of that, then that would be great. And um, I got Tim Oliver, who's the engineer, chief engineer at Real World, and a friend to weave his magic on it and he has managed to um, diminish some of the some of the higher pitch frequencies which just pinged back and were rather irritating to me half of the album is for two pianos uh, eight hands and the other half is solo piano i play all the solo piano works and the other half which is the multiple uh, multiple hand pieces are played by again myself but with erilyn wallen Elena Alberger and Sheila Sutherland. So the the piece of music Theosophy uh, I wrote when I was in Holland in 1986, I believe it was. Um, I'd studied there with Louis Andreessen. Uh, the Dutch composer, and uh, I remember that, uh, and I had a fabulous time with Louis, and he taught me a great deal about all sorts of things, especially extra musical things, um, and drew my attention to politics in a way which I'd been very naive about up until then. But um, I was working on a piece for five clarinets and five oboes at the time, uh, which I'd been working on for a long time with him. And then, for some reason, I can't remember whether he'd gone away or he'd been ill or something. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't um, continue that with that work. So I thought, well, I'm going to write something else, um, something quite quick. And I'd already sort of developed um, a desire for for what I wanted to do, and it was to work monotambrally, so lots of people on the same instruments, hence why I'd already been doing a piece for clarinets and oboes, or multiples of those. But I wanted to write a piece for just piano, uh, or pianos, um, and see how many uh, how many people I could get on two, onto two pianos. And so I, I sort of started this in a, friend, in a bit of a frenzy, which is not normally the way I work. And the whole piece was composed in about five days, in a small flat in in Scheveningen, which is just outside Den Haag. And the way that I was working, and I wanted to work at that time, was to construct music, if you like, um, by juxtaposition. Um, that's how I was... i have been very influenced by Reich um, and also by Louis' own work. But what I wanted to do was use... was cut up time a little bit more and use um, different experiences of time, real-time psychological time, by juxtaposing different blocks. So this piece, Theosophy, has four different elements, if you like, four different um, sections, uh, which you could title A, B, C and D. in and out uh, you get a lot of A at the beginning you get less of it in the middle and then you get a lot more A at the end 
B comes in occasionally throughout. C you don't hear very much of at all at the beginning. And then it seems to take over the focus. Uh, D doesn't occur until about two-thirds of the piece, way through the piece. So it's a sort of um, shifting of focus from one um, motif or block, if you like, to, to, an, to another one as the piece progresses. Uh, and so when I was writing it... Um, I, <laughs> I was trying to th- I was trying to think well how am I going to do this how am I going to make um juxtapose this so that I get that feeling which I want which was a sort of feeling of increased tension throughout the piece in order to to um for, for the listener uh, and so I wrote a map. This was a diagram, which actually I could easily draw out, actually. But it's it sort of has A, B, A, a tiny bit of C, a little, little bit of A, and, and, and has different lengths for each of these things. So there's so you can see it on a piece of paper, moving from left to right, how the piece is constructed. Um, now, I'm not expecting any listener to um, think, oh, he's done 10 of these and 8 of these and 6 of these and 4 of those. But... I do think I like to think that the the tension which is which results from that uh, way of constructing things with this particular material at least um, does come through to a listener. Rhythm plays quite an important part in the piece because there's a sort of energy which I wanted the piece to expose all the way through, uh, and I had been interested in initially in Reich's phase pieces where two instruments go out of phase and then come back into phase because that uh, creates tension. It creates tension as you go out of phase and come back in. And there's a certain sort of logic to it as well. And I like the logic of those things uh, that that you, as a listener, when I'm listening to stuff, certainly rhythmically, I think, yeah, this is what's happening in the piece. There's a process which is going going along and I know where it's going to end. There's one place in, the, in what I call the C sections where the fundamental, um, the fundamental beat or grouping of beats is four beats in a bar, but you've got a five eight over the top and you've got a six four over the top as well. And, you, and in fact, the other part is moving in different time signatures. Um, but there is a point where some of these things come out together and that is a thing of beauty for me, uh, where, where these things uh, coincide. <laughs> not just this track but the all the multiple piano pieces um that i've written i think are pretty optimistic pieces of music they they're they're as abstract as i could get in the sense that there's nothing extra musical which i'm trying to put into it i'm aware that every single piece i write is political or that we all do everything every single action we we make is but is a political one but i was less interested at that time uh with politics and music than i am now and so everything was pretty optimistic. I wanted to make really um, effervescent sounds, if you like. Not, not every piece. Some pieces are not. And certainly the solo piano pieces on the album are very different indeed. They're quite stripped down, bare, and 
uh, you could call them melancholy in places. But this and the other multiple piano pieces are, have, a, have a certain optimism about them, which I think as I've got older, that, that optimism in music has, has sort of dwindled and diminished and um, probably in parallel with my own lack of confidence as a composer, which has also gone down <laughs> over the years. It's funny when, I mean, the arrogant, the, being a composer is such a weird thing because you have to have complete self-belief in what you're doing. But that self-belief, I find, can go one way or the other. It can, it's on the knife edge and, you know, and that's the ideal place to be. But you very rarely, you, you really very rarely get to the point where you, you've got the right amount of self-belief not too much arrogance, because then you don't question things. Not too little arrogance, because then you're too frail. Uh, and you, and and I'm, I'm, I can only talk about myself as composer, but these are the things which go through my mind. At that particular point, I was pretty positive, uh, and now I'm less. I'm less positive, and, and so m many of my pieces now have a tense. Uh, and I'm sort of embracing that. I'm not against that. But I'm embracing the fact that there's an increased frailty and uncertainty to my outlook on uh, creative crea creative work, um, which sort of mirrors my uncertainty, uh, frailty and disgust in the world generally. So I had uh, three other pianists who I worked with closely and we put on some concerts and I, I was living in Holland at the time and I remember writing or typing individually 150 letters to venues in the UK uh, and sending them a cassette uh, or some, I think it must have been a cassette. Yeah, it was a cassette. Uh, and we got two gigs out of those 150 letters. I wrote two letters to venues in Holland and got two gigs and a national radio broadcast. And the first performance was in Holland at the Oyevaya Festival in Den Haag. Um, and it went down remarkably well. I, I mean, it's always the same when you do a performance. And I do enjoy performing. It's part of, I feel it's part of me and my, what I do. Um, you you don't you never really know what an audience is going to think about about anything, and even when you and so quite often I'm surprised by how people either like or dislike some of my music, uh, and that's great because I, because it means all my prejudices about what other people might think are, are completely blown out of the water because uh, you can't predict what people want, uh, which is perfect. Um, but so I was quite surprised at this that it went down. It went down well. Mm -hmm. 